Welcome to Symbionic Titan in Review. This is episode number one, Escape to Sherman High. Alright, it's time for the Symbionic Titan recap. This will be recapping the first episode in the series, Escape to Sherman High. Through a tear in space, an alien-looking ship shoots towards Earth. Its approach is surprisingly silent. The ship lands in the woods and opens to reveal an almost robot-looking soldier surveying the land. Then we see Princess Alana get out of the ship. The soldier sees her and immediately takes off his helmet and puts it on Alana while holding his breath. We find out the soldier is Lance, and that's when Alana informs Lance that the robot says the air is fine. The robot now gets out of the ship and tells Lance and Alana that his name is Octus, and the atmosphere is almost identical to their home planet. This is when we find out that Lance has been put in charge of Alana by the King of Galana. As the two argue, Octus interrupts by saying the planet they're on is called Earth. Then a light shines brightly behind an army. Lance immediately commands Octus to get Alana out of the area and presses a button on the watch-looking device on his wrist that suits him up into some sort of armor. Afterwards, Alana does the same, before Octus even has time to get her out of harm's way. Alana realizes that the army is human and tells Lance to stop fighting them. They take off, leaving their ship in a bit of a mess behind. Later, a soldier informs the commanding officer that they've lost the giant metal men. Just then, an odd-looking man named Solomon, with his men, the Galactic Guardian Group, take the ship and tell the army that the aliens are no longer their concern. Nearby in a cave, Lance, Ilana, and Arctus are hiding. We find out that the Matradi have attacked Galana. Ilana suggests that if they are to live on Earth, they should figure out how they act. She asks God Octus what humans their age do. He tells them that they attend high school and shows them a video of a stereotypical high school drama. Back in Galana, the king is chained up and quickly finds out that Modula, once his general, is the one behind the attack on Galana. Modula was thought to be dead, but apparently survived and now controls horrible beasts called the Mutradi. Modula asks where Alana is and zaps the king with a green gem that looks like an eye on the front of his hat that shows him what the king saw. We see Alana from the king's eyes. She won't go. Then a door closing and a ship taking off. Modula does an incantation of sorts that sets the fires alive and sends them through the same Terran space that sent Alana, Lance, and Octus to Earth. Back on Earth, Lance, Alana, and Octus are attending high school. Octus has projected a human-looking hologram around his robot body and has given himself the name Newton. He says because he was one of the Earth's greatest minds. After de describing the different kind of cliques in high school to Lance and Alana, he informs them that he is enrolled to in school and that they are known as siblings, Lance and Alana Lunas. During lunch, Lance sits at an empty table that is used by the jocks of the school. As they start to intimidate Lance, he fights and defeats all of them in a matter of seconds. While getting cheered on by the rest of the school, the three see the fire monster streak across the sky. Seconds later, we find out this is a Mutradi mega beast, and it is attacking the city. Alana leaves the school and goes to defend the city and fight the beast, to much disapproval by Octus and Lance, but she is soon joined by the two. But when the Mutrati Megabeast engulfs Ilana and Lance in flames, Octus pulls the two and their army into himself. The suits of armor begin to combine as Lance becomes the body, Ilana becomes the heart, and Octus becomes the mind. They combine into the symbionic titan, 
a mechanical warrior, the size of the beast itself. Inside the Titan, Lance and Alana learn that they can control the actions of the Titan by their thoughts. They will also learn they can create a weapon and they soon destroy the Mitrati Mega Beast. The symbionic Titan walks ashore and Alana realizes how it was created through heart, body, and mind. These are Gulana's treasures. And credits. Alright, this is the portion of the show where I sort of give my thoughts on the episode and what I think this series is doing, how it's going. Um, this was an amazing pilot, I believe. Um, Gendy Tartakovsky uh, certainly has stepped up his game. This show has been rated uh, TVPG for violence, which his previous shows, Dexter's Laboratory and Samurai Jack, were TVG and uh, TVY7. So it's it's certainly made more for teens, and I personally was just as excited for it um, as I was, as I am now for the second episode. It was... I have got to say that the characters Lance and Alana seem very um, fun to watch. And uh, Octus sort of acting as a father figure or just as a a <laughs> mediator or a neutral party between the two seems like a, a, a good idea and something fun to see. The uh, dynamic of Lance and Alana seems like, you know, eventually in the storyline these two are going to like each other or there's some sort of I don't want to say sexual tension but that that seems right like the right word and I think the way they've addressed this in the show is by making the two siblings in school uh Octus enrolled them as siblings and I think that that's a way of uh making them not have to do this this uh and I think that's a way of saying, you know, they're not going to be dating eventually. This won't be something where these two eventually end up together or falling in love because that's not this show. This show is action and it is about heart, body, and mind, but it's about people getting along, not just falling in love and fighting, you know, monsters along the way. And... uh I gotta say it's it's been a really really enjoyable um, twenty three minutes to watch these characters start to develop immediately. You wanna you wanna watch more, and I've got to say the artwork is just incredible. It's one of the reasons that I thoroughly enjoyed Star Wars Clone Wars, the original two D animated series, because the artwork is just absolutely enjoyable to watch flow and nothing's changed with this series it's just it's an incredible experience um with with this show it seems like it's going to take a little more to get an overall story like an overall season story happening but the episode to episode monsters i have a feeling are going to be really well thought out and something that the action is just going to be amazing I haven't seen action like this in a cartoon show since anime. And I gotta say, this show does have an anime sort of feel, and that's not a bad thing. I've really enjoyed some of the anime out there. Now, I understand that I'm rambling on and on and on 
Well, this is where I want to get your guys' thoughts and comments and ideas. And it will definitely cut this section of the podcast down. And it will actually put thought into it. Because you guys are the biggest part of this podcast. Without you, there probably will not be any more. Um, and this is sort of the outlet for this show. If you want to talk about it or get your thoughts out about it, just go ahead and email me at SymbionicTitan at gmail.com. Alright, since this is a Symbionic Titan review podcast, I want it to be about everything Symbionic Titan. Well, I've recently been playing the game um, Symbionic Titan Teenage Warriors. It is a Flash game on the Cartoon Network website, and it's it's a the story is very simple. It basically follows up to right whenever they leave Galana, they land on Earth, and then fight the Mutrati Mega Beast. It's sort of the plot line of Episode One. It's a three level game, and uh, it's 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 very simple. But um, the two characters you can play as are Lance and Ilana. Now, personally, I've got to say I enjoyed playing Ilana much more than I did um, than I did Lance. It's just Ilana's character seemed to flow better. It was easier to it was easier to control, and her attack was much better. She shot she shoots a laser out of the top of her helmet, and it it was much better for killing the uh, Mutrati beasts because. You didn't have to get up close, and it w- and it just didn't feel as clunky. Now, um, there are numerous badges you can get in this game. There are seven badges, um, and there you know the game can be from start to finish completed in about oh I don't know fifteen twenty minutes. And the first level, you're running through um, Galana on a ship, and you reach the ship that you eventually travel to Earth in. On the second level, you're running around um, Earth, and you're saving humans from these Matrati beasts. On the third level, you defeat the boss, which is the Matrati Mega Beast. The badges you can collect are really simple. There are items in the game. If you collect 200 items, you get a badge. If you play as both Lance and Alana, you get a badge. If you kill... If you go through a whole level, one of the three levels, which I guess one of the first two, without killing any Mutrati Beast or harming any Mutrati Beast, you get a badge. Um, it's just, it's a fun game, and there, there is a mystery badge. The mystery badge is if you collect all the other badges, then you get the badge. Um, it's certainly an enjoyable 20-minute sit-down, and uh, it's just, it's just, something I wanted to review. If you find anything about um, Symbionic Titan, either Flash games or new merchandise, things like that, please email me at SymbionicTitan at gmail.com. Alright, thank you for listening, and please come back next week for Symbionic Titan, episode number two, Neighbors in Disguise. Thanks for listening.